Hey, everybody, you're listening to NC Shop Talk brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Today's interview is 21 years in the making for me. The National Business Aviation Association, NBAA for short, as I'm sure you've heard me mention before, is the aviation trade show that we annually exhibit at. Founded in 1947, which is coincidentally the same year as our company, the NBAA is the leading organization for companies that rely on general aviation aircraft to help make their businesses more efficient, productive, and successful. The association represents more than 11,000 companies and professionals and provides products and services to the business aviation community. The aforementioned NBAA trade show is exponentially bigger and more relevant than any other aviation industry association or trade show. Think of it as the equivalent to the SEBA show, only bigger, with a worldwide reach and worldwide shows. Today's guest is first and foremost for me, a friend but more importantly, a true industry leader and expert. NC Shop Talk welcomes in the face of the NBAA trade show, Vice President of Exhibits, Linda Peters. Welcome to the show, Linda. Hi, Mal, and thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited for this from the beginning. I was peppering Linda, and I don't know if she was ignoring me or just trying not to get on here, but I knew I had to have her on the podcast eventually because it's such a big part of what we do. Our aircraft niche is our biggest industry niche for sure. So are you ready for the show? You're less than a month away. Well, you're about a month away. Yeah, we are about a month away. And yeah, we are full steam ahead, getting into the final planning stage for everything. Um, Everything's coming together so nicely. um, And we're very excited with what we have in store for this year's event. Beautiful. Okay. Just so everybody knows, this podcast is going to be way different from any that we've done today. Yes, we had Carrie from AIP in here, um, but this one's going to go a little bit of a different route. And I'm excited to tap into Linda's brain a little bit get a better understanding of NBAA's vision, and then dive into you know, what the industry's been up against and how we're going to collectively climb out of this COVID lull. Linda, you ready to go? I think so. All right. The annual NBAA trade show is held in Las Vegas in Orlando. This year is in Las Vegas, October 12th through 14th. Linda, please give us the honest, no-hold-back answer on this question which is really a two-headed question, two-headed monster. First one, what percentage of the trade show floor is sold out? All right, so we are, I'm I'm very happy to say that we are 99% sold out. Wow. Yes, we are in the New West building of uh, Las Vegas Convention Center, which is new state-of-the-art building that um, just opened up this past summertime, I think is when they fir- held their first event there. But yes, we are 98% sold out indoor. That's awesome. That's, that's incredible. Uh, okay, second point of the question, then we'll go back and forth on it. Are the attendance numbers on par with prior years or maybe close? So the attendance numbers are coming in. We are probably tracking a little bit behind at this point in time. Of course. Um, 
you know, we've got with restrictions in place right now, with the international attendees having um, a difficult time getting into um, the United States, um, we anticipate our numbers probably will be a little bit lower than previous editions. But we also expect the people that really want to be there will be there at this year's event. Wow, that's great. You know, if I'm being completely transparent, I figured the floor would be close to sold out. I haven't looked in a while. And, you know, you know me, I'm always one of the first ones to rush to sign up. But the attendance being, you know, not way behind surprises me because you guys are up against a lot here. Just not just aviation being slower, less planes in the air, um, you know, aviation clients that, you know, we have, I know where, you know, a lot of companies, if not most, are, you know, not doing as well during this whole COVID time because why? There's, you know, jet production and, you know, airports are not as busy as they were. People are just still not moving like we used to. This this is incredible. I cannot believe you guys sold out the floor. Um, in a way, it surprises me. In a way, it doesn't because, you know, your staff is what impresses me the most. Over the years, people like you, Maureen Cameron, Margie Morgan, um, Ed Bolin, these type of people have been the backbone of NBAA's growth and excellence. You know, most of our aviation listeners, they don't have a clue about NBAA, but I can tell you this with 100% certainty, and I'm sorry to ramble, but it needs to get out. It is the most well-run trade show in the world. I've been to them all, attended them, exhibited at them, and nobody touches the level of excellence that NBA has. Thanks, Val. I appreciate you saying that. We definitely take pride in what how we put on an event and really uh, create something that's fair and, and, and equitable for everybody to be a part of. And so we're super excited with the numbers that we have for exhibitors this year. A lot of them are folks that you guys see that have been with us for a many, many years. Um, but we also have over 100 new companies that have come on with us for this year's event as well. And from all different industries. So it's great to have them be a part of our event. That's incredible. I mean, I'm so proud of you guys. And it's more than just a trade show. Like, the aircraft industry is more like a family. I would, I mean, people that aren't even related to what I do, I'll see them at the shows. I'll recognize, hey, how you doing? Good. How you been? Good to see you again. But, um, you know, I grew close with Linda and her staff, you know, pretty much right away. And that's very different. Okay. Who are some of the former keynote speakers, you know, of, of, of note? And who are going to be the keynote speakers this year? Well, I can't say who our keynote speakers are oh, this year because we're not quite there yet to make that big announcement. But okay. there'll be truly some key um, key personnel that will be there. Um, just as recently as 2019, we have Magic Johnson. So think of that as a keynoter um, that has been in place before. We've had um, Dirk Bentley as well. And so that we know that they have their aviators and that can speak our language and <laughs> are great um, speakers on our at our event. So um, we were very successful with them in the past. And, and we're looking forward to having some really great headliners at this year's event. How about a little teaser? Can we have a teaser? Is it an athlete? Is it, I know one year I think you guys had, not Arnold, was it Arnold Palmer? No. Uh, we have had, that was several years ago. That was several years ago, but it was um, a really, really big executive. I can't remember who it was. I mean, like everyone knows him. You say his name and everybody knows it, but those are the kind of people they have, but no teasers, nothing, not even like a little clue. 
Not a teaser. Not a teaser yet. She's tough. She's not easy. (laughs) Tell us what's new with NBAA this year as far as programs, you know, the actual venue you talked about. But as far as programs you guys are doing, what's new? What do you deem the most important as something like this is new with NBAA this year? This is what we're excited about. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of brand new things, as we try to do every year. You know, it's bringing new, fresh, um, innovative ideas to the event. And so, um, obviously, we've got a brand new building that we're working with for the indoor exhibits, new state-of-the-art. It's, it's It just is amazing to be in that facility. It's beautiful very, you know, light filters coming in from every um, place. So that's awesome. We've also got a maintenance pavilion, which is something brand new for us this year on the exhibit hall floor. We have educational sessions and keynotes and and other sessions that kind of are geared towards first-time buyers for aircraft. Okay, so again, we're at the keynote sessions. We're not going to tell us anything, so (laughs) So, just stop there. It's fine. I know. Sorry about that. I was trying to beat that out of you. I wanted that, but that's okay. Also, there's one thing that I had heard of, and it's increased participation or participating in the unmanned aircraft systems. What is that all about? Yeah, that is. I mean, that's our future, the unmanned aircraft, the uh, advanced air, air mobility folks. And so we have, uh, we've had them participate in our event before. We've got an increase because um, there's, there's a number of them out there that soon to be will be out there flying and be certified in, in the next, you know, five or 10 years or what, what have you. But so we've got an increased presence with them on our exhibit hall floor. And we're looking forward to that excitement that it brings and everybody seeing these new, new technologies, emerging technologies on our exhibit hall floor. Nice. Now it sounds good. I know you guys never, ever disappoint. Okay. I'm not trying to put you on the spot with this one but I'm going to. And if you're not sure what I'm getting at, because I'm kind of fishing for a particular answer, I'll, I'll help answer it. If you were given an audience composed of auto, furniture, and marine interior um, people, you know, guys that do the interiors, and you were tasked to convince them why they should attend and get involved with NBAA, what would you tell them? I would say definitely we bring in an audience like no other. What folks part are exhibit out our out on our floor between the airframe manufacturers, between anything else that you can outfit an aircraft with, the attendees, it's one-stop shopping. So we definitely want to get those attendees in. They can come to the event and it's one-stop shopping. And all the more reason to get involved with MBAA. Yeah, a, a lot of these vendors, there's so much crossover, whether it's a leather vendor that the auto guys don't know or a, a parts maker that the marine guys don't know or you know furniture makers don't know. You should all be going to the different industry trade shows at least once and check them out, see what's different, pick up new vendors. You may get some design ideas. Like, you know, I remember Aristo, they were the first ones that started doing perf. And different patterns. And they had one of the first, you know, perforation machines long before the auto guys even knew, you know, what those machines were. Aristo was doing it. You know, now it's been a big thing in auto, all the, you know, different automated machines. So, you know, that could have been picked up God knows how many years ago just by going to the NBAA show. The NBAA show is always on the cutting edge for aircraft, same as SEMA is for auto. You guys should all be going to, you know, relevant industry events to learn, 
to see, pick up new vendors. A lot of these guys are going to make the same things that they make. It's just a you know different format, furniture, auto, marine, who cares? On top of that, on top of the new vendors and new products, it's just new ideas. And beyond the new ideas, it's networking. I like to call it hustle, getting around, meeting people. You may pick up some you know, aviation guys, a lot of times are looking to outsource things or even find people to, you know, run their workrooms or sewing workrooms or their completion centers. That's a complete home run sometimes for a, uh, you know, someone who knows how to sew or knows interiors. A lot of crossover, a lot of things that could really help you if your eyes are open and you're, again, hustling. Hustling is is especially right. And, and the networking that you guys can do, anybody yeah. can do at any of the events. Exactly. This is something I always, you know, really liked. NBAA works very closely with the Corporate Angel Network charity. Can you tell us about this a little bit, this incredible charity and how it works? It is an incredible charity. Um, it's given folks the opportunity that are that are sick, that have cancer, and opportunity to get them on an aircraft to get them to the hospitals, to the treatments that they need to get to, and not having to go through a big airport where they're exposed to, you know, other folks that um, could make them sick or, you know, make them not feel well. Yeah, if they're run down and tired, it's so much easier if you can, I mean, to be blessed with a private jet to go to your doctors and when you have to, if you have to fly out to them. And it's not just getting them to the doctor. A lot of times, from what I've been told or heard, they're sending them to sometimes the best doctors, better doctors than they would have access to otherwise. So this charity is just amazing. It really, it really is. is. Yeah. And you know, the people and companies that sacrifice, you know, their their dollars and their jets and time to help people that are truly in need is just mind blowing to me. It's amazing. It, it is really amazing. is. Yeah. Um, okay, we talked about the new stuff. We talked about the unmanned aircraft systems. I wanted to make sure we got to all that. And I have a little bit of a story. When I was a little boy, I was constantly sick. So, so much so, my mother always said the hospitals and doctors were like, you know, doctor's offices were like second residences for you. She would also say, you also knew who the most important people were and to suck up to them right away. You knew that right away and you figured it out. The key to it was the nurses. And I guess that parallel is similar with you, Margie, and Maureen over the years because I've always done my best to kiss up to you guys. And I don't know, it's just, you guys are amazing. And, you know, it's more than just a kissing up. There's nothing better than a team concept for me. You guys work with the team. You work with us as exhibitors. Like, we're all part of the team. And I love teamwork. I like that bond. You guys always let us in. And, um, you know, I just want to thank you and your team for allowing me to be a really, really, really small part of NBAA because our booth and what we do there is not even, you know, a thousandth of a percent of what goes on there between Gulfstream and Hawker Beechcraft and Boeing and everybody else that's there. We are absolute nobodies, but um, that's not how we're treated. So I just love the team concept. I love what you guys have always done. And um, your your work is definitely, definitely, it just doesn't go unnoticed. Oh, thanks so much, Mal. I mean, we want to make sure. It, 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 we, let me back up. First of all, we're we're in such a family community in the aviation industry, and I'm sure it's that way in other industries. But we, it's it's special. I mean, I've definitely consider the exhibitors 
my family in some regards, just because I've worked with them for so long. But our our goal is always to make sure everybody has the best experience possible. I mean, a lot of us, Maureen and I and Margie have been doing this so long. We want to make sure you guys get in, know you get as much exposure as you can out of the show and have the best experience. So the closer that we work together, the better experience that we both have. I mean, you walk right. away with a great experience and we we do as well and we get you back the next year. So we love having exhibitors like yourself um, that reach out, that, you know, share things with us and, and kind of, you know, we work together and make sure the experience is done well at MBAA. Good. Yeah. I wanted to try to convey throughout this that it's just not about going to a trade show and didn't want to just talk about the trade show. I wanted to bring that personal element to it. And if it wasn't deserved, I wouldn't do it because, you know, most of the trade shows I do, it's, it's definitely not deserved. You guys are way different. Let's have some fun and just relax a little bit. And we're going to put you on the NC Shop Talk rapid fire hot seat. Don't worry. It's not going to be anything hot. And if you listen to some of the other podcasts, nothing close to what some of these guys have had to go through. More than anything, it's just to get you to know you a little bit. So just have a little bit of fun with quick answers. Whatever comes to mind, just blurt it out. You ready to go? All right. (laughs) Okay. If you had three albums to listen to or bands to listen to for the rest of your life, who and what would they be? Okay. You two, number one. Any album by you two would be my number one go-to. Number two would probably be something more recent and um, don't laugh when I say it, Justin Bieber. (laughs) Come on, really? Yes, Justin Bieber. Okay. Um, And number three probably would be like a Kygo. Like I love BPM type music, Kygo, whatever. So totally different genres, but- You're all over the place. I'm all over the place. Love I can do Frank Sinatra. I could do Twisted (laughs) Sister. I can do (laughs) some of the teeny bopper stuff because I have, you know, an 11 year old girl. But um, yeah, my daughter's got me into like Rachel Platten and, you know, uh, Andre Day and different songs that she does, you know, dance to over the years. So I'm a little dialed into the new stuff too, which, you know- Justin Bieber, you're throwing me a little bit, but I a couple of songs that are I'm not shy about saying they're decent. Okay, next one. A perfect day for Linda Peters would be out on the beach or in the sun somewhere, warm, <laughs> and just kicking back with a, a beverage. A beverage. That's funny because the next question, God is my witness, is when you're thirsty, what's your cocktail of choice? Oh, and don't laugh at this, but I'm a bourbon drinker and Jack Daniels is my favorite on the okay. rocks. For That's an pretty normal drink. now. I think that the, the NCIS show pretty much got everybody into bourbon. It started a revolution, you know, I guess 15 years ago whenever it came on. And, you know, bourbon's been been hot for a while. Okay, this one I don't know if I'm going to get you in trouble with, but you got to answer it for me. If given the opportunity to own a private jet or frequent a private jet, what would it be? So if I could own one, it's always been my favorite is the Pilatus PC-12. I don't great know. company, it's, great It is. It's awesome. It's just, it's not too large. It's just the right size. Nathan Meyer, if you're listening, <laughs> you better send me an email. And if you're not listening, you're in deep trouble at this point. I mean, they're all fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Every aircraft out there, but mm-hmm. to fit my family and my size, I think that Pilatus is amazing. I have a good Pilatus story. If we have time later, I'll tell it, but they're amazing. Okay, celebrity crush as a teenager. 
Oh, you know I'm old. Not old. Linda, please. <laughs> you look old. way younger than me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I have to really think about this one. Um, let's see. Way old. It was probably back in the Bobby Sherman. Like, so old. I probably had a poster on the wall of Bobby Sherman. <laughs> oh, mine was Paula Abdul. That was it. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Paula Abdul was mine. Okay, this is a little weird, but give me a good COVID habit that you developed. Just a habit you developed during COVID. Getting healthy, eating healthy. Being at home, as long as we have been at home, um, just cooking right, no more chips, no more pasta, as much Shame as I love you. pasta. Um, <laughs> just totally getting healthy, working out and eating right. Well, that's good. Good and bad. Because I would uh, that's about all I have left. So I, I don't know what everything else is for my kids 24-7. But the only thing I have left is like hoovering a sleeve of Oreos at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Now, give me a bad habit you picked up during COVID. Um, so, well, it's probably what everybody else has done. And that is... Um, Working uh, with like, obviously, we don't have to dress up for work. Mm-hmm. We can just throw on whatever we feel like. So it's nine times out of ten, it's t-shirt and a pair of jeans and or my pajamas. Yeah, if P.S. I'm not on video calls. <laughs> P.S. Linda looks like she's ready for the senior prom. She's like done up to the nines here. Her hair's done. There's probably a dress on. I could see some shoulders there. She. I think she thought there was a video, a video element to this, but she was ready. So you got dressed up today at least. And I'm in a t-shirt and look like a slob, unshaven on top of it. No, you look fine. Thank you. You always look fine. Thank you. All right. You go to Vegas all the time, and I know you guys are really locked into a you know pretty rigid schedule, but your favorite place to eat in Vegas. So there's this place last time that I was there and it's this little divey place and it's beers and tacos and (laughs) it doesn't sound it's right next to the convention center it is one of those go-to because you know sometimes it takes a little time to get into some of these restaurants Mm -hmm. so quick eats it's beer and tacos um if I do a nice nice dinner it's capital grill capital grill is probably one of my but the place is called beers and tacos tacos and beers Mm -hmm. that's the name of it okay that's easy Well, I'm sure we'll see that. I'm definitely, are they open for lunch too or just dinner? I think so, yeah. Okay, beautiful. So this year during setup, we'll, I'm definitely going to try to snag that. All right, we're going to turn back the clock here. Circa 2003. True or false, I went knockoff bag shopping for you and Margie in New York City. True. True. I remember what I still got you guys. You were, I can't remember, I think it was Margie wanted the Prada bag and you wanted a Kate Spade, if I remember. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah I'd love I went, to go we, shopping with you sometime, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> I took my girlfriend at the time who went, you know, is now my wife. And we went in there and she said, what do you have to do? I got to find a Kate Spade and a Prada bag. We found the Kate Spade right away. The Prada was brutal. So Margie, just letting you know, getting you the whole story here. That was a little bit of work, but we, we hunted it down. <laughs> So did I come through with good ones at least? Tell the you truth. You did. Yes. It was good? Yes. So I have a little estrogen tucked in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. I mean, is there anything else that I missed that maybe you want to go over or talk about? No, I think we're, you know, we're just uh, back to MBAA. We're just so excited. It's been two years since, pe- since people really have come together for the event. And mm-hmm. they are just dying to get out and um, 
connect again, reconnect. And so we're yeah. really looking forward to this year's event. Definitely. That's what everyone's saying. I know, you know, we have international clients, of course, and I know you guys are probably worried about your clients that can't make it or, you know, do they want to, can they not? I'm telling you right now, I hear all the time, they're dying to go. They just can't, you know, like Stuart, for instance, Stuart from uh, Farnborough Aircraft Interiors in the UK, he's dying to go, but the restrictions and the hassle and everything else and the risk of not being able to come back and God knows, you know, this is weighing on all these guys. So if the attendance is down from from normal, it is absolutely positively no reflection on you guys. It's just the situation we're in. You know, getting back to what I said before, we were supposed to, I figured we'd roll into it, but we didn't. How do you see, I mean, we're starting to get an uptick in business with the aircraft guys, but is there any strategies or what do you see happening as far as, you know, aviation maybe picking up some steam? I think the show is going to have a big thing to do with it, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, there's, there's as normal, we'll have many announcements being made um, during this year's show. I mean, there's plan is, we've heard from many folks and many exhibitors are still planning on making announcements. And I, and I hope that helps with us in, in, in getting things turned around. I mean, we're starting to see an uptick in some business travel, but, you know, with the restrictions still internationally. And so, you know, when people start feeling comfortable enough to start meeting face-to-face again, I think we're getting getting closer towards that in um, in, in many areas, and so yeah. I think we'll we'll start seeing a recovery here soon. One thing's for certain: I know there's going to be you know less people to agree, like you said. But whoever's going is not going to you know you know to sit on the sidelines and do nothing. They're going to do business. So if you're there and you're going, I think it's going to be an amazing show. I really do. I, I, people are not going to stop by our booth just to, you know, window shop. If they're at that show, they're there to do business. And, you know, it always gets done at that show, but I think it'll be elevated this year just because if you're going, you're going. You have a purpose. You have you a business You want to find purpose. some new vendors, yeah. connect, do some things different, you know, try to separate yourself from other people. Um, so I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be the case. I really do. Yeah, you're spot on. I, I agree with you. You brought up Pilatus before, and they're one of my favorites. I mean, we have so many great clients. You know, Pilatus is, uh, you know, they have a couple of machines from us. And I remember it was NBAA, I want to say maybe 2005. So I'm about four years in, maybe five years into exhibiting with you guys. And we're, you know, in a little 10 by 10 cell that I started out with in the beginning, you know, with three or four sewing machines crammed in there. And Pilatus was next to us with this big monster 50 by 100 booth. And um, this big, beautiful jet shined up, spotlights on it, just gorgeous. And the beginning of the show, we're there, and someone from their booth comes over. Hey, I, I see you guys have a tool bag there. Do you mind if I borrow a screwdriver? Yeah, sure. No problem. We're going to screwdriver. Comes back. Thank you so much. Oh, no worries. And um, we chit-chatted for about 10 seconds. And fast forward through the end of the show. You know, here's this big company, massive company, can buy and sell us a thousand times over. And uh, they put on this huge champagne toast. Bottles of champagne by the dozens everywhere spread throughout their booth. Hundreds of people, they're making announcements. And I'm sitting there like, gosh, I wish I could have more than like 10 people in my booth at once, much less, you know, a a couple hundred. And um, they're making speeches and doing all this. And I'm, you know, learning as I'm watching. We go home. First phone call I get is the guy who borrowed the screwdriver from me. And I'm, I can't remember if it was actually him, but I know who was on the phone. It was Nathan Meyer. He goes, hey, do you remember uh, You remember us? We borrowed the screwdriver from you at the booth. I go, 
yeah, of course. You know, Pilatus, I, you know, your booth was right next to ours. You know that machine you had there? Which one was it? I go, I don't know. We had like, like three upholstery machines, two carpet machines, you know, just jammed in there. Which one? He goes, well, the one that we're supposed to have. And I said, the one you're supposed to, you talk like, you know, a serger? That's what most, what he goes, yeah, send us one of those. I said, oh, okay, bye. And that was it. He goes, you want to bill, is it okay to bill us? I said, yeah, I think it's going to be fine. So that's how I started a relationship with Pilatus is just write that in there, just like that with Nathan Meyer. And we've stayed friendly over the years. I still reach out to him, you know, once in a while, say hello. One time I asked them for carpet because they were, uh, I was short. I said, do you have any scrap you can send me? And um, they sent me a 15-footer. Oh, Yeah. Wow. It was either 12, I can't remember, maybe it was a 12-footer. It's been a while. It was a 12 or 15-footer. It came in, I go, what the hell is this? So I shot him an email you know, hollering at them. That was, you know, way overboard and so nice and, uh, you know, thank them. But that's the kind of people they are, an amazing company. Same thing happened yeah. with, Honda, with Honda Jet. They walked by our booth once, didn't even say hi, just kept going about their business. And when they launched that new Honda Jet, I got a call after the show and I think it was Mike Wall calls me or Rob Thompson, I can't remember. I think it was Mike Wall and, hey, saw you at the show. We need a machine for the Honda Jets. Which one? He told me what they want to do. I said, hey, I'll go with the BAC. It should be the right one. Okay, send us one. Again, you need a P- I, well, send me a PO and uh, we'll bill you. It'll be fine. So that was those are two really cool stories from MBO. There's a million of them, but those ones from like big companies that don't act like big shots. And I really, really like them. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's so special about I think our community. There's so much business to business done on the the show floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, many incidents like what you just shared. It, it yeah. happens a lot, mm-hmm. and yeah, then you like you said you've become like they're they're your friends for life. They're yeah. just they're it's special people. Yeah, yeah. One of my best friends, you know, in business, you know, from Charles Shelton to Carrie at AIP to um, you know. Um, Stewart, who I just mentioned overseas in the UK at uh, Farnborough Aircraft Interiors, they're like, you know, very, very, very close friends amongst uh, among others. I'm leaving people out. Don't hate me, but uh, I'm on the spot here. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely different. So, just definitely to commend you guys on it. It's all it's all you're doing. Oh, I well, thank you. We're glad that we can bring everybody together in this in this way. <laughs> so good stuff, Linda. Thank you for coming on. I had a great time. I'm so glad we got you on here. I hope you had fun, and. Uh, Hopefully we got the message across what MEAA is all about. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. And we look forward to seeing everybody in October in Las Vegas. Of course. So we're going to plan this sucker to launch, I think, two weeks before on the schedule. So it should give people enough headway if they want to um, you know, head over to NBAA.org, sign up as an attendee, see if you can snag a badge from somebody you know, hint, hint, wink, wink, and uh, get your butt to the show. Meet some new vendors, meet some new people, and you know, hustle your way through. It's definitely worth it. Get there. Awesome. And make sure you come see me. Try to. <laughs> Good luck. Sometimes I can't. So if you can, you know, kudos to you. Busiest <laughs> 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 lady on the show floor. All right. Thanks so much, Mal. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.